I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Could you imagine a stepmom getting overly insecure about an eight-year-old? We'll get to that in a bit, but first, parents made every single birthday about my sister for the last eight years. I recently saw a similar story read online and realized I just had to tell my own. This will be my one and only reddit post, and I'm posting it because I thought telling it online would help me feel a little better. I've been to some counseling and talking about this in particular really helped, so I thought why not just tell it online too? So I am. I'm 18 this year, and fairly recently on my own from my parents. I have a sister about 10 years younger than me, she was an unplanned pregnancy and nearly didn't make it to term. I don't know many of the details of how rough my mother's second pregnancy was, since I was never told much, but I do know that it was so hard on her body that my mother could no longer have kids after my sister was born. She was in and out of the hospital repeatedly that year. My mother almost didn't survive the birth either. I felt like I was just the other kid in the house, except for when they needed me as a free babysitter. The level of favoritism my parents showed long term has me believing they were genuinely sick in the head for not noticing exactly what it was doing to me. And now it's rebounding on them, which I'll explain here. Starting with my 11th birthday, my parents wanted me to let my sister blow out my candles because she was two years old and cried at the sight of a birthday cake that wasn't hers. I didn't want to do it, but my parents forced me into it. They relit the candles for me to do it again after her, but the moment felt completely ruined. The same thing happened the next year and the year after that, and so on and so forth. They just kept forcing it until it became the norm. My sister had to have presents on my birthdays as well. I never got any on hers either, and when I asked why, they just told me that I'm a boy, and boys don't need to worry about it as much. I know I was a kid, but did they really think that was a smart thing to say? Not really. And my parents would always choose a place my sister would like to be at more than me on my own birthday. Eventually, it became more like my sister was getting two birthdays a year, and I got none. Beyond this, my parents made their entire lives revolve around my sister. If there's something that I wanted to do, my sister had to want to do it too. Otherwise, it was vetoed unless I could do it alone. I learned to just lock myself in my room with my video games because they didn't seem to bother me there. Unless my sister wanted to come running in to annoy me, hence why I put a lock on the door. My parents wanted me to remove it. But I freaked out because I was an angry teenager who was tired of being intruded on at any given time. My sister came running in more than once when I had no clothes on and my parents were upset at me for being naked. In my own room. When I pointed out how ludicrous that was, they withdrew their objection and just let me keep the lock. My sister developed quite the princess complex because of how she was being spoiled on a daily basis. And she was very demanding, so I stayed away from her as much as I feasibly could. Whatever excuse I could use to not have to deal with her. Even if I had to make stuff up just to have time to myself. My parents hired a teen girl babysitter, and I got more personal time. And then the babysitter quit because my sister wouldn't listen to her. 
and my parents tried to keep from paying by saying she did a bad job. The girl got some other people involved, and my parents finally paid her what they owed her. Then they hired another girl to babysit on the regular, and this one stayed, but my parents still made it clear that I was to be watching my sister any day I had free, which I went out of my way to make busy at my part-time job if I could. My sister treated me as her personal butler and ordered me around. She even had a stupid nickname for me she wouldn't stop using. Hearing that name makes my blood boil. And if I didn't give her everything she wanted, she'd cry and call our parents. And then I'd be in trouble for mistreating her. We had many massive arguments because of this. And after I refused to yield anymore, my relationship with my parents devolved into barely any spoken words between us for some time. And yet, during my high school graduation, they had the nerve to brag to other parents that they were the reason I worked so hard. Well, they weren't wrong, but the reason they were thinking of wasn't the one that actually happened. I worked hard just biding my time for when I'd be free. But when my parents acted like they'd done so much, maybe they did before my sister was born. But afterwards, it was all about her. They didn't even ask me about school until parent-teacher conferences came up. I graduated with a B and C average. And after my graduation, my parents just took me to some place where my sister would always have more fun than me, even though the trip was supposed to be for me. On my 18th birthday in July though, things really boiled to the surface. Even though it was my 18th, it didn't feel like it was about me at all. I hoped to God that we were going to my favorite restaurant for once, but no. They had the party at the local knockoff Chuck E. Cheese which is the only place like it nearby to us, so it was the de facto celebratory destination whenever anything big was achieved, including my high school graduation. I did say it was a place my sister would enjoy more than me. I was surrounded by kids half my age having parties, and I was so bored with nothing to do but eat mediocre pizza and play claw machines and dated arcade games for tickets for cheaply made prizes that brought me no joy. Then, when it was time for the cake, my parents came out with one that was pink with white flowers on it. Sure, it had my name on it, but it was very obviously not a boy's cake, and there were only 10 candles. My parents lit up the candles and set it right in front of my sister to blow out. That's when it finally happened. I just had this mental moment of all the pent-up hate mentally flashing before me, and then I just started ugly crying. I... An 18-year-old boy was crying in front of the whole family. Everyone was so shocked that time seemed to freeze. I got up and all of the stuff I'd been holding in for the past 8 years just spilled out like word vomit. The entire family got to be witness to this event. And when it was finally over, I just walked outside to sit by the family car. Several relatives trailed out after me to say they were sorry and that they didn't know about the pink cake because my parents kept it covered till it was served. I said it didn't matter that they didn't know. They all sat back and watched as my life was taken over by Little Miss Sunshine for the past eight years. I had no real birthdays or celebrations of my own. They were all about her. And then, on the biggest birthday of my life, they all expected me to just smile and nod like always, while they handed my sister a cake that was entirely meant for her when it wasn't even her birthday. Some of them started giving me apologies, but they made the excuse that all this time, they just thought I was okay with it because my parents said I was. I told them I was never okay with it. 
and my parents forced it on me every year till I just pretended to accept it. I spread my arms out and said, look where we are. Does it look like the place I wanted to celebrate my graduation and 18th birthday? No one even tried to stick up for me all this time. I'm just the other kid while my sister gets everything. I didn't even get to have any of my friends there because my parents stopped letting me invite them a long time ago after they tried to voice their opinions over my sister getting to blow out my candles. There are 365 days a year, and was it so bad to want one that was about me and not her? Instead, I'm treated like the greedy, entitled brat for wanting my own birthday. Then, I just went back to ugly crying. My father came outside by that point to yell at me for making such a huge scene because my mother was crying too, my sister was upset because I ruined her moment, and now everybody in there who saw thinks they're bad parents. I ended up yelling at him that they are bad parents and he should know exactly why. Well, after I said that, the rest of the family descended on him like a pack of wolves. Better late than never, I suppose, but I'd never seen anything like it before. My father was practically backed right up to the restaurant front door, and then most of the crowd flooded back inside with him to have it out with my mother too. My grandparents stayed with me and apologized for having their eyes shut so tight for so long. I don't know what was said to my parents in the restaurant, but it was roughly half an hour before they came back out. And when they did, they looked incredibly defeated. My mother was still sniffling after crying so hard and neither of my parents could look me in the eyes. They both awkwardly apologized for what they did and then offered to redo the party elsewhere, but that wasn't really enough for the crowd. One of my uncles ahemmed rather loudly and my parents said that they'd never make me let my sister blow out my candles again or give her presents on my birthday or make any part of it about her. There was another ahem and my parents also apologized for getting a cake that was obviously not even meant for me and that they just felt like I wasn't worried about cake anymore at my age. Oh boy, that was the wrong thing to say. I became furious all over again and yelled at them that my age was irrelevant. They had literally given my birthday to my sister and had no good reason as to why and they knew it. Then I said there was no point in redoing the party because it's too darn late. They clearly show that I mean nothing to them. They ruined eight years of my life till I became an adult. What future birthdays with them could I possibly look forward to? Well, my father started to get angry at me for saying that, but when the entire family yelled at him, he shut up. My grandfather told him I'm exactly right, and there's no possible way they can undo the damage done now. He said that my parents were awful people, played favorites, and treated me like a black sheep ever since my sister was born. And what's more, they were all awful themselves because they just let it happen too. And I'm owed far more than an apology. I was owed my life back. My mother broke down again and tried to come closer to me while crying my name and apologizing, but I refused to let her anywhere near me, and half of the family body blocked her from getting close. I just said that I couldn't take this anymore and started to walk away. One of my aunts chased me down and brought me back. I could hear multiple family members yelling and cussing at my parents over what had happened. But I was so upset, I couldn't even feel happy for any bit of justice after all this time. Also, where was my sister when this was all going on? She was still in the restaurant, all by herself, eating cake and ripping open presents that were there for me. 
And if anyone was wondering, yes, my parents served her some cake after I cried and walked out. You would think doing that wouldn't be their primary focus in the moment, but they were called out on it later. My grandparents got me to calm down and sit in their old minivan while everyone else cleared out the party. My sister threw a huge tantrum after being caught opening my presents, one of which was a brand new smartphone that she threw against the wall and broke because she wasn't allowed to keep it. She literally just got a brand new phone on her own birthday a few months earlier. I ended up being so upset that I was ranting that I never wanted to celebrate my birthday again and my grandparents just let me stay the night over at their house. When I came home, I still didn't speak to my parents. My mother just kept crying because I wouldn't talk to her, and my father was as closed-mouthed as me. The following weekend, my grandparents convinced me to go out with them to dinner, and when we got there, I was surprised to find a whole new party waiting for me. My parents were there, and they kept up with having the don't-hate-us smiles on their faces almost the entire time. There was a big chocolate cake with 18 candles on it, and there was even a banner with my name. They called it my happy belated birthday graduation party because I didn't really get either this year. I did kind of have to pretend to be happy. One good party doesn't undo eight years of favoritism, or even make a dent in it really. And where was my sister? She was sitting at the table with her arms folded and her lip curled because it wasn't all about her like it used to be. And rather than sing happy birthday for me, they just sang an altered version called happy day. Then as soon as I blew out the candles, my sister screamed. I mean an ear bleedingly loud little girl scream. My parents had to rush her out and then bring her back later looking more upset than ever. She quietly pouted in her seat for the rest of the party. I did still get a new smartphone as well, and my sister got hers taken away, among other things for what she did at the prior party, but the smartphone wasn't all. The whole family had chipped in and gotten me a car. It was just an old white Volvo, but I loved it the moment I laid eyes on it. My grandfather knows a thing or two about cars and fixed it up himself. I was so happy, but my sister was clearly not because she let out another one of those screams. She started having a massive tantrum and demanding a car too. My mother had to take her into the bathroom and they didn't come back out for a while. My father just went back to looking defeated. My sister had effectively ruined their attempt at trying to look good in front of the whole family. Multiple family members also had strong words for my parents that my sister was acting that way because they raised her to be a princess spoiled brat. I obviously started driving the car around right away, but only days later, my sister actually vandalized the car by taking a hammer and breaking two of the side windows and cracking the windshield to the point that the car was undrivable. My parents managed to stop her before she did any more damage, but she screamed bloody murder when they grabbed her and took the hammer away. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Then tried to bite them. Oh, everyone was furious with my sister especially my grandparents, because my grandfather had put so much work into that car, and my sister ruined it while having a massive tantrum. My grandparents had spoiled my sister so badly that she couldn't mentally comprehend that I could have something she couldn't, and several other family members laid into my parents about how they were setting my sister up for failure by making her an entitled brat that expects the world to be given to her and she's going to have a terrible adult life because they won't put her feet down and teach her some respect. Well, her actions didn't go unpunished. My sister was grounded for the rest of the summer, and effective the new school year, was sent to boarding school. My mother cried like a baby about it too, but my father had to be adamant that it was the only way to start undoing the damage they had done. Yes, they fully acknowledged that they were at fault. It was kind of hard for them not to since no one sided with them at all. My sister is absolutely miserable at that school. She hates the clothes, she hates the rules, and she's been lying almost constantly. But with cameras almost everywhere now, she's not getting away with any of it. Our parents tried to visit her a few times, but she just screamed at them for putting her in that place. From what I hear, this may be her school life till she's 18 years old. My parents did pay to fix my car. They had an auto glass company replace the windows and windshield, and it looks just as it did before. In August, my grandfather came to me and said if I was interested, he found a job working for a friend. But it was 40 miles away, so I would need to move out of my parents' house unless I wanted that commute. I was all for moving. Finding a first apartment wasn't so easy though. I had to get approved for a credit card just to get accepted for a studio, but I got it. And I've been living where I am now since September. My parents keep trying to contact me, but I rarely speak to them. Anytime we do speak, I just feel awkward and uncomfortable. My grandfather suggested that they simply don't want to acknowledge how badly they failed as parents. And trying to get me to forgive them will make them feel better about themselves or something like that. But I'm not going to forgive. Not anytime soon. I'm finally happy and away from them. Now they've got nothing. They don't have me, and they don't have my sister, and my parents had to take more hours at work because boarding school for my sister is not cheap. Nor can I imagine was the party that they had to throw for me or the repairs to my car. Empty house, angry relatives, and the only thing they have left is their work. Feels like incredible misery to me, and I don't take delight in it, 
but it is the result of their own actions after all. Just imagine being part of that extended family and realizing all this time that you saw these red flags and you never once thought to yourself to call them out on it and like lay yourself on the line there. I would feel absolutely terrible for knowing that this was something building up in OP and not something OP was really going for themselves. I'm just glad that OP in the end had that support system and I'm glad their grandparents came around. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. That said, our next story is, Entitled Uncle wants a close to free photo shoot for sister's baby shower. I'm an amateur photographer that photographs events for a couple hundred bucks since I'm still a student. One of my friends suggested a person who was looking for a photographer for his sister's baby shower in Austin, Texas, which is like four and a half hours away. I live in Dallas, Texas. I contacted the guy, let's call him Jack, asking if he was still looking for a photographer. He said yes and asked me for a quote. I said I usually charge $100 an hour for a 20 to 25 pictures an hour, along with edits and 50 photo printed album. But since it was a six hour event with several dance performances, skits and games, a nine hour drive to and fro, plus accommodation since it'll be pretty late to drive back, and the fact that he needs a videographer along with me as the photographer, as he doesn't want me to go back and forth, that means a total of two people have to share the cost they pay us. I asked for $150 an hour, so a total of $900 for all of the above mentioned things, including the editing hours, it's $900. He asked me if I was a professional photographer. I told him not exactly, but I've been doing this for six plus years and I'm pretty good at editing pics. I sent him my portfolio of both raw and edited pics, which takes a minimum of two hours per 10 pics, since I'm not super fluent at Photoshop. Jack said he'll call me back in a few hours and hung up. Cut to a few hours later, Jack called me and said he really loves my portfolio, but he can't pay more than $500, and that even $500 is too much as photography is easy and anybody with a smartphone can be a good photographer i clarified saying that i'll be taking pics with my camera and not a smartphone and what i'm asking is not too much considering he's getting two people for six hours for the price of one not to mention the other factors included at this point jack started arguing that he's doing me a favor by even considering 500 dollars since this would bring me exposure and I'm not even a professional photographer. I told him if it were a local event, I'd love to do it for $75 an hour. He said it is local since it's within state lines and it's just a mere four hour drive. He also said that there's professional photographers charging only $200 total for a six hour event. I told him to give me some time to see if I could reduce the price by cutting any cost I tried to negotiate with him and told him I'll do it for $500 as I'm in college and I really need some extra money. He refused and said that I should understand that he was trying to gift his sister with eternal memories and that I should do it for free as I didn't take up the offer before. 20 minutes had passed by the way. When I told him I couldn't do that, he called me a jerk and said that my picks weren't even that good. Cut to two days later, he called me again and said that he's willing to pay me $200 for a six-hour event, as that's what professionals charge in the city of Austin. 
I told him no because my friend wants to cancel as he's not getting paid enough to take a video and waste an entire weekend for absolutely no money. He got pissed, called me names, and hung up the phone and blocked me. I definitely think that photography is one of those jobs that people can just kind of underestimate as far as what the value goes for them. Another good one is actually voice acting. The legitimate professional voice actors out there, they get paid a lot more per minute or per hour than you would expect. Somebody creates some new animation and expects to hire a voice actor and be like, hey, if I give you 20 bucks, can you voice 30 minutes of lines for me? Some people starting out are just looking for portfolio work very well might, but you're not going to get any professional voice actor going for that rate. Our next story is, Entitled Mother Throws a Tantrum Over Trash Bags. So first off, to understand the situation, I live together with my roommate and our three cats. Our work regarding the cats is equally split. I feed the cats and do everything that has to do with them, except the litter box. I'm still recovering from different trauma and problems, and I immediately start to cry or throw up once I try to clean it. My roommate for that can't smell the wet food for them, so it all works out pretty well. So we have me and our neighbor, Entitled Mother. We live in the new flat since around a bit more than a year, and she moved in with her three kids about two months after. We got to know each other because every time I see a neighbor needing help, I always ask if I can do something for them. Stuff like, groceries too heavy? Let me lend you a hand. Oh, your baby stroller's too heavy to get up to your floor? I'll help you get it up. And exactly like that, we know each other. For a while, I even considered her my friend. I did a lot of free babysitting for her, and we watched her cats every time she was on the holidays. To finally get to the point, my roommate wasn't home for around five days, and I was sick with high fever. So he asked her if she could do the litter box once a day until he's back because I definitely wasn't able to keep up with it. It wasn't a problem, and the first two days it went quite well. I was still asleep when she did it. Day three of five arrives, and I was actually up and managed to get on the couch, because my bed by now was not that nice anymore, thanks to all the sweating. She comes in and stuff is fine. She brought one of her kids with her, and we talked shortly. I joked around with the kid, and everything was fine. Until I saw that she went and took one of our biggest trash bags to make the litter box instead of the small ones we actually have for that. The following conversation came. I said, oh hey, those are the wrong trash bags. Can you please use the ones laying on the small counter there? She said, why should I do that? I used them the last days too. She already got loud at that. I said, yeah, I didn't see that the last days since I mostly only slept since I'm sick. At this point, she cut me off already. Well, you don't look too sick. She went on and opened the big trash bag. Me, standing up wobbly at that point, said, Yeah, well, because I mostly only slept for days now. I gave her the smaller trash bags, or, well, I tried. She said, Yeah, I'm not going to use those. I already have this one opened. To be honest, the rest of the conversation is kind of fuzzy since my fever went up again. But all I know is that we ended up screaming at each other. Now she keeps telling her kids what a disgusting person I am and keeps on posting passive-aggressive quotes directed at me everywhere she thinks I could maybe see it. I won't lie, this is still annoying me so much I could cry. I liked her kids and got along with them, but to be honest, by what I now know, I only feel bad for them, growing up with a mother that can't even talk in a normal volume. I'm not gonna lie, whether or not it's a waste to use the bigger trash bags 
If somebody's willing to come over when you're sick in the same apartment and scoop out the litter box for you, I think you probably shouldn't be too choosy about what size trash bag they use. Honestly, I think it's just one of those situations you grin and bear it. I'm not saying OP's wrong, they can totally die in that hill. I'm just saying I don't think it was worth it. Our next story is, father thinks yelling will get him what he wants. My family and I are on food stamps due to the hard times with money we have. They didn't send in any documents that we did last year to prove that we have no income and proof that our bills are the way they are. So my mom, 59-year-old female, calls and sees what we need to send and how to send it. Dad, 66-year-old male, gets angry at the lady on the phone for telling us we can't send it through mail and it can only be faxed or uploaded to the website. He yells at her like it's her fault, telling her how he retired four years ago and she needed to make an exception for us to mail in copies of all of our stuff. My mom is embarrassed and crying to my dad to tell him to stop yelling at the poor lady and that it's not her fault, but he keeps going as if it is. We most likely won't be getting the card again because of him and his anger. Due to both of my parents being disabled and us living in a city where it's very hard to find work, we need this. But here goes my dad, always making it harder and making us look bad. Honestly, is anybody else upset that their only options are A, faxing, or B, uploading? I mean, unless you've got a smartphone with a good enough camera and the know-how to upload those things, which I'm willing to bet these 60-year-old parents probably don't, or a fax machine with a phone line camera, you're going to at least have to, like, find a local library, but at the same time, that costs time and money to get there, too. Depending on where you live, that might not be a negligible trip. That said, our final story of the day is stepmom going out of her way to make me jealous at 8 years old. Have this awful memory from my childhood. The summer between 4th and 5th grade, I spent it with my dad and his family. We all had to crowd into my stepmom's parents' house for the summer because we were waiting on our new house to finish being built. My two younger sisters got invited by my stepmom's ex-family to go to the beach for a week in the Outer Banks. So guess who had to sit alone at the house all week while they got to frolic around in the sand? My stepmom would force me to talk to them on the phone almost every day. But on days I didn't, she would update me on all of the fun they were having. While I had to sit alone at home by myself with no kids to play with in the neighborhood. One day I got fed up as stepmom tried to hand me the phone, so I said no and ran away to my room. Stepmom later barges in with a nasty, you made her cry. She then went off about how my aunt on my mom's side just took me on a cruise through the Bahamas a few months earlier and how my sisters weren't invited. So why should I get upset when they only get a week at the beach without me? I was only 8 or 9, so how was I supposed to have my feelings in order by that age? So, I'm willing to bet that those daughters are on the stepmom's side, right? Are they even related to the aunt that took OP on the cruise? Because regardless of what world the stepmom's living in, it matters quite a bit. And I fully agree with OP, they're 8 years old. What are they going to know about whether it's right or wrong or that they should be including anybody or not including anybody? In my opinion, that just further cements that they're going to stay stepmom and probably never be anything more than that. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Entitled Parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.